This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. Welcome to 20th Century Boy. My name is Sideshow Mike, and this is the inside of my brain. Changing it up a bit, episode 101. Wow, we are officially into the triple digits. Well, last week, really, we were, but this week, we are, like, into the triple digits. We are on 101. 101.9 The Fox. You know, we're at that level now, which is pretty impressive. Sideshow Mike, but obviously my real name is Radio Mike. More on that later. This podcast, 20th Century Boy, is a podcast about me, Radio Mike, as I just said. A young writer, producer, comedy kind of inclined person. I don't like saying comedian because I'm not really, am I? I don't really do comedy. I'm not a stand-up comedian. I guess I'm like, like I think I'm funny. Maybe you think I'm funny. I don't know. I don't know what you think. I don't know what goes on in that brain of yours. But it's a podcast about me, Radio Mike, a comedy inclined writer, producer, kind of dude from here in Melbourne, Australia, trying to make his way through the rough and tumble of living life and being Australia's most lovable nerd. Bam. There we go. Welcome back to the podcast 101. And I'm telling you now, the next hundred are going to be big. Last week, obviously a very big show. And I'll talk a little bit more about this, uh, that in a sec. But of course, I would love to start off the podcast this week by asking you all to do your 360. Last week, people were doing a 100 instead of a 360 for the 100th episode of this show. Uh, That was great. Thank you to everyone who did that, including Radio Hello 22. Hello as in Deathly Hallows, not hello as in hello, how are you, right? Hello 220. Uh, Not sure if you're a guy or a girl, so I will refer to you as they until I know. Uh, Hello 220, they say, just did, and welcome to the Radio Family, just did my 100 degree spin, and I'm generally genuinely surprised Mike wasn't sat in my bedroom somewhere. Woman shrugging emoji. This emoji with the woman. Now, as I've said previously, and the reason we do a 360 on this podcast is because we are the only winnable podcast in the world. If you see me in the flesh while listening to this exact point and you do your 360 on the spot and you happen to see me, you win the podcast. Congratulations. Come up to me. You've won. There is a prize if you win. A big prize. But, but, and it's a big but. When someone wins the podcast, the podcast ends forever, forever. It never comes back. You know, you got to weigh it up. I will never be in your bedroom. I will never be in your bathroom or your house or any property of yours. It's very unlikely I will be in any of those areas. This game is more for when you're out there in the big wide world. You know, when you're out there in the city, things are getting really busy, especially in the Melbourne city right now. I'm at the comedy festival, you know, a couple nights a week. I'm seeing a bunch of different acts. I'll talk a bit about, well, I'll just say who I've seen. So far, I've seen Lewis Spears, great show. I've seen my mate Sammy Garlep, great show. And I have seen Nick Cody. Tonight, on the day of recording, I'm seeing Arj Barker for the first time. So super excited about that. And next week, I'm seeing Aaron Chen and Michelle Brazier. Super excited about that. All of this is really cool. Um... But my point is I'm out and about in the Melbourne CBD a lot at the moment. So you may see me there, listen to the podcast, do a 360 spin, right? Because you might see me, you might win the podcast. Glad to see that people are doing their 360 though, wherever they are. Don't not do it because you're in private. If you don't do it because you're in private, you're disappointing the show. It is a compulsory part of listening to the show that you do your 360 on the spot. No message on the 20th century board this week. The 20th century board is this white board that sits behind me, uh, has the goals of the show on it, also has the 20th century crab, a crab drawn by the uh, pro- one of the producers on this podcast, radio superstar Pat, who does a bunch of work for the podcast. Of course, it has the patreon.com link, patreon.com slash radio mic where you can contribute financially to the podcast, which really goes a long way to helping us out. Thank you to everyone in the Patreon so far. We uh, have officially reached a few of the goals. And because of the generosity of the people in the Patreon, patreon.com slash Radio Mike, I'll say it again, patreon.com slash Radio Mike, I can now afford to have Pat on 
for uh, four hours of work a week at a really at a rate that I can consider quite fair, and he does too. Pat's already done great. He's going to be working on reels and clips of the podcast, which is awesome over on the Instagram. So thank you so much to everyone. That it honestly means a lot that people are on the Patreon. And of course you can get some merch, including t-shirts, stickers, and more radiomic.com.au slash merch head there. And uh, one more thing is uh, the YouTube channel this week where I post all video podcasts of the, all video versions of these podcasts, all of my content, plus extra content up there nearly every weekday. We will monetize this week. We've been monetized on the podcast Huge deal, obviously. Uh, we can now make money. Well, I can now make money off the YouTube, which is really goes a long way to help me as well. So thank you to everyone who helped me get there. It just helps me pay off all the debts that I have, debts that I have for the camera, the roadcaster, the microphones, the lights, everything to try and make this a better quality production for you guys. So there's a bit of debt there. Slowly, we can pay it off. And I, I just wanted to say, so far, and this is not a joke, we have made a total of one cent revenue from YouTube. Well done. Well done, everybody. One cent. And uh, a lot of people say, you know, a lot of people say one cent is nothing. I'd like to say that that one cent will go a long way to helping this podcast, but I would like to make a few more cents. So if you could go onto the YouTube radio mic and check out some of my videos, that would be absolutely awesome. Thank you as well. I believe it's Radio Hamilton. Welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Hamilton. I could be incorrect. I mentioned on last week's episode, or possibly the one before, that I actually lost the whiteboard marker for the 20th century board. I got a delivery at my workplace for a bunch of whiteboard markers from Officeworks, I believe, that were sent by Radio Hamilton. Thank you so much. I did find the whiteboard marker for the board, but we'll, it will we'll be good to have a few more colours once I go to pick them up. So thank you very much. That really helps support the show. Two weeks ago before the 100th episode, which by my calculations would be the 99th episode of this podcast, I should say I'm talking a bit weird and I'll explain it. Like if you've noticed I'm talking different, I'll explain it later um, in a sec. But uh, I just wanted to say two weeks ago, the message on the 20th Century Boy was from Radio Legbot. Welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Legbot. He wrote, and the 20th Century Board is a bulletin board. It's for you to send messages to people on the board if they're listening to the podcast or watching it rather. They can see their message on the board and they can respond to you. So if you've got anything to say to anyone, like Radio Legbot did, put it on the 20th Century Board. Just shoot me a message. Legbot's message was, hey, James, can you hurry up and return the DVD case? Which we didn't really know what the context behind, but I was very, very happy to find an email in my inbox from someone called James. Radio James, welcome to the Radio Family. He sent an email and he said, thanks, thank God for the 20th century board. Now I know to give the DVD case to Legbot. So there you go. That is proof that the 20th century board works wonders. That is proof that the 20th century board works. Put a message up there for next week. Send it to me. I'll put it up there. You can resolve your problems just like James and Legbot. One more thing that I wanted to bring up, and uh, this is super cool. I've loved this, is that... uh, Radio Freya, I believe, much earlier this year in season three, created a cross-stitch pattern guide for the podcast artwork. I've distributed around and Radio Connie, and both of you welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Connie has been stitching this cross-stitch. It is taking her a very long time, but she is doing it. There are progress photos that she is sending. Here is the latest one. It's on the screen for video viewers. If If you're an audio listener, jump in the Discord. She's posting them there. Super cool to see people across stitching the podcast artwork. I wanted to start this pod this week by essentially thanking all of you for listening to last week's 100th episode. That was a huge episode. It took tons of time to to put together, to get chats with Disappointment, Judd Man, T-Money, Questionable Father, Radio Nacho Cheese, Dave from the Dave and Mike show, all these like long-running figures on the show popped up. It was great. We got a few answered questions. We got a few things happening. I really loved it. Put a lot of work into it. So did Pat. Thank you so much for listening. And the feedback has been great. Uh, Radio Lazar, welcome to the Radio Family. He said, congrats on 100, Mike. Glad to have been part of the journey. So thank you, Lazar. It's been great having you on board. Radio Nacho Cheese sent me an email. Welcome to the Radio Family, Nacho Cheese, the best friend of the podcast, who is an anonymous uh, messenger of the podcast. He said, hey, Mike, just wanted to say I had a great time on the podcast today. 
Can't believe it's up to 100 episodes already. The Radio Mikey Universe is putting out so much good content this year. Loving Harry Potter and the Boys as its own podcast, Professor Cheese. Thank you, Nacho Cheese. Love the use of the Radio Mikey Universe. Obviously, Marvel has the MCU. We've clearly got the RMU, uh, and that is the network of content that I've talked about. The YouTube, the podcast, Harry Potter and the Boys, this podcast, Mike Talks, all that stuff. So that's pretty cool. Thank you, Professor Cheese, for writing that in. Um... Radio superstar Danny, thank you for writing in. She says, I've watched all of the 100th episode and avoided spoilers. I'm back on the Discord to say happy 100. Awesome episode. Proud of you, Radio Mike. It was such a heartwarming app and trip down memory lane of all the fun we've had. What I also should have said was the radio family got each other through COVID and the Discord and Zoom catch-ups really brightened an uncertain time. Love the radio family or the RF and what this has become. Really heart heartwarming there. Cyber sleuth George... Welcome to the radio family again, Cyber Sleuth George. She's written in. Just listening to the 100 episode podcast and loved that questionable father's identity was revealed. So good. Perfect timing. Congrats on the 100 eps, Mike. Also, Haunted House merch is awesome. Get them at radiomike.com.au slash merch. Love that you used AS color. Best quality and style. We'll be wrapping your merch proudly. The shirts are really good. There's a... Uh, there is a haunted house shirt up on the website and a lovable nerd shirt up on the website. They are all there. AS color, really good quality shirts. They feel really nice. Uh, so definitely go and pick one up if you want to help support the show even more. I, I should explain. I'm talking kind of weird because uh, last night I was I was with my GF and uh, we were. She had a skipping rope and we were in her apartment living room. And she was skipping and I said, let's do a two skip. Like she skip, she pulls the skipping rope over, but we're both jumping over it. Not a good idea because when she jumped, she jumped into the, she's, she comes up to like my, my, the bottom of my chin. So I was behind her ready to jump over this skipping rope and she just jumped and essentially hit her head onto my chin when I wasn't expecting it. Essentially Rick really hard pushed my chin and my jaw down, so up, and essentially closed my jaw hard, and I just basically bit into my tongue really hard. So now I've got a really, a really strong sore on the side of my tongue, and it hurts to talk and eat. So I've, I'm struggling a little bit today, guys. So I'm just talking really weird because it's actually painful to talk. I'm doing my best though. Nug one hundred. <laughs> Nug 100. It's on the 20th century board here, and I think I've dropped the whiteboard marker on it. Here it is. The whiteboard marker here. One of the goals on the 20th century board, goal number one actually for the year, is Nug 100. Now, I didn't eat 100 nuggets, which was the challenge last week, but uh, I did attempt it, so we will erase it from the 20th century board as of now. That is gone. Obviously, I got up to 54 nuggets. Lots of people were really, really happy with this content. I was posting on Instagram. I was posting a lot of stuff. People seem to find it funny, despite the fact that I failed miserably. I blame the coffee that I had in the morning that filled up what I would assume was another 46 nugget worth of space in my stomach. So it's all the, it's really all the coffee's fault. Um, Radio Ashlyn, welcome to the Radio family. I think this is your first contribution. She said, I watched your nugget video, full video up on YouTube, 22 minutes, watch the whole nugget journey, different to the audio cut that you heard last week on the podcast. Go on the YouTube, check it out. 44 minute mega cut on the Patreon for Patreons only. So jump on the Patreon if you want to see the mega cut. There's a few extra really funny bits. Uh, Ashlyn said, Watched your nugget video and it inspired me to eat nuggets, but I could only manage six. So your effort was impressive. Hope it didn't take too long to recover. So she could only do six. I did 54 and I nearly died, right? She says, hope it didn't take too long to recover. Guys, by the next day, like I slept all day that day. I was exhausted. By the next day, I was ready to have nuggets. And I will be honest, I haven't had nuggets since that day. But by the next day, I was like, yeah, I'd have nuggets. Last night, I was literally like, oh, I wouldn't mind some nuggets. I'm fine. I haven't been like cursed on nuggets. I can still have nuggets. I really want to have nuggets. Um, 
Radio Gormez, he said, he's not the hero we asked for, but he's the hero we deserve in relation to my 54 Nuggets. Thank you, Gormez, for getting behind me. Radio David Rowe, also in the Patreon, uh, he said, this deserves a million views just to start. Uh, I wish it got a million views. We're sitting at nearly 300 views, so please go and check it out. There's more people than that listening to the podcast every week. So, guys, get on the YouTube and check out the full video. Watch it with some friends. It's pretty funny. Radio Jaden Wright... He says my mistake was, he says, went the sources way too early. First 20 minutes, dry nugs and a raid of knots. You got way too complacent. Did appreciate the hallucination stage in the 40s. Obviously, I I started really getting a bit weird mentally during this whole thing. Radio superstar Alex Sky, welcome to the RF. I reckon the reason your brain was being strange might have been just the fact that every bit of logic would point to this being a bad idea. True. But you just kept on nugging on, so the brain's sense of right and wrong was just thrown out the window. Might explain the raking of the gas bottle. I believe that was only in the Patreon cut, so I'm not going to explain it. But if you want to see that, jump on the Patreon. I should plug as well. If you can afford to give this show a dollar a month, jump on the Patreon. There's a there's a bottom tier, which is the tip jar tier. If you'd chuck me a dollar a month, right, $12 a year, three coffees a year, right? If you'd buy me, look at my handsome face. You'd get a coffee with me three times a year. Jump on the tip jar tier. I'd love that. Or just send $12 to paypal.me slash itsradiomike if you want to support the show at like that level, every dollar counts. So I just want to plug that there. Um, and finally, Radio Gannon bought, just finished the video and it was great. Definitely a grim, definitely grim to imagine living that moment, but hopefully it's funny to look back on. Over 50 is truly a milestone. Thank you so much, Gannon bought. Hamish Blake actually messaged me when he saw my stories and he said, I bet you got to 60 and puked. I said, no, I got to 54. Spoke to him on the phone. He rang me. I think he was worried about my well-being. He's obviously done a lot of nugget, uh, a lot of food challenges on his show and his content. Um... So he debriefed me and said that pretty much everything that happened to me, he's been through, which was good uh, to know that I wasn't a complete failure. So thank you, Hamish, for your words of support. One negative review came in on 1-800-438-353, the official phone number of the podcast. That came in from Radio Jesse. Welcome to the RF, Jesse. Take a listen to what Jesse said in his voicemail. Here's what he said. Yeah, g'day, Mike. Uh, get fucked. Uh, Trinity and Jesse here. Uh, yeah, really disappointed about the Nuggets, mate. Thought you had at least 60 or 70 in you. Uh, didn't think you had the 100, never thought you had the 100. But yeah, really disappointed. You didn't even get to the end of the clock. Yeah, I reckon you've got to go again. Uh, maybe to the 200 special and go 200 Nuggets. Because uh, we've been a bit left down, to be honest. Thanks, mate. So, Jesse obviously wanted to see the hundo done, complained that I didn't go to time. And I admit, Jesse, but like, it was really hard. Try it yourself. A few people saying I should try for 200 nuggets for episode 200 of the pod. Definitely not happening. Uh, Jesse, I'm sorry that I disappointed you. I hope I still have you as a listener. Um, Thank you for listening. And uh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Very, I'm extremely sorry that I couldn't, uh, that I couldn't do what you wanted me to do. I'm sorry, mate. There you go. You got an apology out of me. Bloody hell. There you go. A lot of things that I want to get to this week. I feel like the podcast, there's just heaps of stuff going on. I try to keep track of all the goals on the 20th century board. What have we got? Complete the Pilkey bibliography. There's a little update on that, but I won't get to it this week. Excursion to Wonderland, the abandoned theme park in Sydney, plus a photo shoot there I want to do. So I want to get a photographer to take photos of me in an abandoned theme park. That's a long-term goal, I think. We probably won't get to that in the next few months. Um, Watch the Dream Factory movie. It's a 1997 Chinese film called The Dream Factory. I'll get to that a bit later. Uh, Of course, learn the lyrics to Chikatita by ABBA, a song that's been stuck in my head for 15 years. Really getting to that, that'll be, that's a short-term thing. That'll be in the next few weeks. And of course, get pasta with Sammy Garlep, who refused to get pasta with me when we both bumped into each other hungry around dinner time a few weeks ago. So that's all there. It's all on the agenda. Um, I try to keep track of it all. I feel like we're always catching up. One of the things I hope to get Pat doing is like just start keeping track of where everything's at because I do lose track now because a lot is happening on this show. But there is one thing we need to talk about. It is the origin of the name Radio Mike. This is a story that I have told before and I believe, I actually believe I have told this story on the first episode of this podcast ever. I believe I told this exact story. 
But there are a few things and a few details that I think people are patchy about, and I really want to clear it up because it's it came to my attention this week. Uh, there was an exchange on the Luke and Lewis podcast. Great podcast. That's where Radio Mike was born. That kind of comes into this story. They're doing great stuff. They had Andy Lee from Hamish and Andy on as a guest on their podcast this week. And uh, what I found really interesting was they discussed the origins of Radio Mike. And well, here's a, I'll cut in a bit of an exchange from that podcast here. So you can just get, get where I, why this frustration came to light. Here it is. Uh, we... Came up with Radio Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we invented right? him. He'd be nothing without us. He'd be yes. nothing that we created. He called the man. him Radio, Radio Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he, technically, still... it was self-proclaimed nickname, but then it stuck from our show. I would say we coined the phrase. We popularized the phrase. He wanted yeah. to be called something else, and then so we I'd forced... show Mike because of the yeah. Simpsons. Terrible yeah. nickname. Right. Awful. Yeah. Because because I'm the guy on the site. No. Yeah, no. but we created Radio Mike, and Absolutely. we and we still collect twenty percent of the money you pay him, which is right. great. Thank you. That's how we pay for this. Oh, cool. uh, <laughs> I was listening to Will Anderson's podcast mm-hmm. and then Mike does some work for Willosophy. Mm-hmm. Great, we great podcast. Mm-hmm. I hear Will starts calling podcast Mike. And I'm thinking, hang on, this is no good. Mm-hmm. Then on your show a couple of times, I hear you and Hamish float the term radio Mike. Now you guys have changed the podcast, Mike. Well, no, I think we're still radio. Radio Mike, I think was still who we just called him. But yeah. I mean, maybe we've, I've realized we can't really claim a nickname. I got halfway through this Straz and thought, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> We're we trying want. to claim a nickname that Mike quite enjoys fondly yeah. and you guys are just being nice by giving so, him that. So that was pretty much it. I mean, yeah. you guys made it famous. Of course. Um, yeah. That's yeah. all we wanted, I think. Yeah. yeah we <laughs> yeah, just, great. just wanted to restate that, you know, without us... There yeah. would be no remembering project. That, well, probably. Um, <laughs> but you guys made it famous. And so when he came on, I suppose if he felt that that was his brand and it was going well, mm. um, I was going to keep using yep. his brand. It wasn't yep. like we were trying to claim it. Same way as like Osher Gunsberg was Andrew G and before yep. that Andy G. Yep. Um, whatever name he's deciding to be on the day, I'll use yep. out of respect to him as yes. the guest. And yeah, I, okay. I, did, I did the same to, uh, to Mike. And I want to make it really clear that, and I have said this on my Instagram this week, but I wanted to do it in this podcast. I want to tell the complete untold story of where the name Radio Mike came from, who came up with it, and etc. Because it, is, it has come to my attention, like, I, I, well, I believe that a lot of people mistakenly think that it was, I think the majority of people mistakenly think, the people who didn't know me from the Luke and Lewis show, I think that they think Hamish Blake came up with the name Radio Mike. I think that is in the common vernacular. I think a lot of people think that, right? And that's not true. No discredit to him, but it's not true. That's not what happened. Um, Other people seem to think that Will Anderson came up with Radio Mike. Also not true. And then as you heard in that clip I just played, Luke and Lewis both took credit for coming up with the name. Also not true. Because the truth of the matter is, I will not fold on this, Radio Mike, the name, originates and was created by and is owned 100% by this guy, Radio Mike. I came up with it and it was my idea. (laughs) I'm not actually annoyed about this, by the way. I just think it's a really funny, it's a fun story and I need to clear it up. So here, here's how it happened from start to finish and where I think the confusion comes in, right? So I always pre, like this is going back maybe not 10 years, but like eight years, like pre even working in the industry, you know, pre community radio, when I was listening to Hamish and Andy and I loved their show and I knew they had like Giggling Ben, Cackling Jack, and there were a lot of people in radio with these cool stage radio names, Giggling Ben, Cackling Jack, Dangerous Dave, you know, all those kind of names. And I always thought it would be a really cool thing if my if I ever got into radio, but at this point I wasn't even thinking. I was like, if I ever was a panel operator on a show, I would want to be called Sideshow Mike. I thought it was very clever. Sideshow Mike, obviously a reference to Sideshow Bob, character in The Simpsons, but also, yeah, if you were a panel operator on a show, you're kind of like the Sideshow. Not really, but you kind of are. And what happened was when what happened was one day very early in the Luke and Lewis Triple M Modern Digital show, Luke was drinking a big M. Or maybe I was someone was drinking a big M. Someone, either Luke and Lewis, were like, oh, big M. We should call Mike Big M. 
I hated this and I thought, well, this is a perfect time to bring about the whole sideshow mic idea. So essentially I said, no, no, no. I'd love it if I was called sideshow Mike on your show. They laughed at me. Fits of laughter. Fits. They hated it. There is audio of this. Maybe I'll cut some in here. This is very, this is nearly four years ago. So yeah, like have a listen to this. So we were talking about nicknames because um, you, I just downed a triple big M the day before as yeah, part of our race. M. You had three big M's. Yes. Uh, the, the chocolate milk drink. And uh, then I started calling Michael. Uh, his name starts with M. I was like, big M. I started. Yeah, we hitting. thought that was funny. Yeah, we, was we, we, we organically came up with a nickname for our friend, which is how it's done. Yeah. Like your <laughs> friends bestow upon you a, a ripper nickname. And we thought a, a great nickname for Michael. Yeah. Would be Big M. Yeah, not a bad nickname, not a great one, not my best work, but what do you think about solid. Big M? Big M. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a fan. I don't mind it. You don't it's not mind. Not my preferred. Yeah, and you bought this up at the time, and you know, fair enough. Often you don't get a choice about about what nickname is bestowed upon you, but then you had the arrogance. Big, to <laughs> big, big call he made here. What he did big is M's uh, big calls. He <laughs> You had the arrogance to suggest your own nickname. Yeah, this is what happened. Why do you want to be called Sideshow Mike? It's like cackling Jack, giggling Ben. Oh. Yeah, but why why Sideshow Mike? Because my name is Michael and I'm the Sideshow. Like, I'm like... Oh, you know, I thought you're just the guy who pushes the buttons. Yeah, I'm not really a Sideshow. We call you unnecessary, Mike. (laughs) I am necessary. Is that seriously what you want to be called, Sideshow Mike? I thought it was awesome. That night, I was really disgruntled about them laughing at me about my great idea. And I was watching an episode of The Simpsons, the Timmy O'Toole episode of The Simpsons. Uh, I'm not sure if you know it. It's the one where Bart gets the little radio transmitter and throws it down the well and pretends to be a boy called Timmy O'Toole. The title of that episode of The Simpsons is Radio Bart. And I remember seeing that and I'm like, ah, Radio Mike, that's great because... In the radio industry, in the biz, we call microphones mic. So sometimes people like to say, oh, we need a radio mic. Oh, we need, yeah, we need a radio mic. Can we get a radio mic, right? So I thought, that's great. Still calls calls back to my comedic inspiration, The Simpsons. Calls back to a great episode and is a great play on words and a great pun. Radio mic, that's great. So that night... That was the night that I changed my Instagram handle to radio.mic. That's where it all started. Luke Kidgel sees this the next day at work on air, this happens. And I played this at the start of the 100th episode, which I think uh, was just me trying to show the origins. This this is the first time the name Radio Mike ever appeared on air in any way. Luke and Lewis for lunch. Lewis, on this show, uh, we have a man in the studio with us every day named Michael. Uh, mm. And Michael is always, he, he seems to be on a never-ending quest to find himself a, the perfect nickname. Yeah, when, when I say his name is Michael, that's what we call him. He doesn't have a nickname. No, we, that is his We have name. not given him a nickname. <laughs> well, well, his parents gave him that name, yeah. uh, Michael. And he's stuck with it for his whole... No one Has anyone ever given you a nickname, Michael? Yeah, I've had heaps of nicknames at school. I like, don't. I, I think you've don't. given yourself more nicknames than other people have given you because already on this show, you've tried to give yourself one, which was Sideshow Mike we talked about the other day. So we, uh, we all had a laugh at this. I'm like, oh, well, obviously that's not going to stick. And I thought we'd all moved on. <laughs> so I was scrambling through Instagram the other day, just mm-hmm. completely forgot about this whole Sideshow Mike saga. And what did I stumble across, Lewis? <laughs> oh, he hasn't given himself a nickname, has he? He's changed his Instagram <laughs> handle to Radio Mike. <laughs> Radio dot Mike. Super fun stuff, right? They all laughed at me, but it stuck. I was Radio Mike. Now here's where it starts getting confusing because then I was working, I, I got the job on Willosophy, the Willosophy podcast. And what happened was we we knew Hamish and Andy, but we we used to talk to Hamish a lot during the Triple M Modern Digital days. And then I worked on their radio show towards the end of the drive show. I was working with them, so I was talking to them a lot. And then through being around us, I guess Hamish picked up on the fact that I was Radio Mike, right? And he followed me on Instagram, like the week after their last show on air. And I guess through that, he's like, oh, so it's Radio Mike. That's his name. He starts referring to me as Radio Mike. That's what he starts doing and totally cool. And then essentially 
when I started working on Willosophy with Will Anderson, one of the first interviews we did was with Hamish and we used to do them at Will's house. So it was me, Hamish and Will all in a room and Will said to Hamish, oh, do you know Mike? Hamish says, yeah, Radio Mike. Will laughed, right? And I think that Will thinks that Hamish came up with it. At the start of that episode of Willosophy, Will actually refers to this exact exchange. Then, of course, Will... So in that moment, Will coins Podcast Mike. That's when the confusion starts happening about whether Podcast Mike and Radio Mike are the same person. Yes, we are. Radio Mike, Podcast Mike, exact same person. Me, this guy right here. But I just wanted to clear all that up. So that is what happened I came up with Radio Mike. It was me. Luke and Lewis publicized it. Hamish and Andy further publicized it. We'll introduce Podcast Mike. That is how it all came to be. I needed to clear that up on an episode of this podcast. I didn't want it to be a mystery anymore. I came up with Radio Mike. It was my idea. Yes, I gave myself my own stage name. Doesn't usually happen, but I did it. And I'm proud of the name and I hope you are too. Now, just to make this all crystal clear... Pat and I have decided to put together a little song uh, to make sure that everyone knows who really came up with Radio Mike. I know I've told the story, but I just want to communicate it through song as well. Hopefully uh, we can make a, a video for this song in time, but at the moment we won't, we won't have time to do it. But Pat and I have put this song together. Uh, if you've seen the, the TV series WandaVision, uh, this might be familiar to you. If you haven't, enjoy this little song. Came up with Radio Mike, it was Radio Mike all along. Who created this amazing name? It was Radio Mike all along. He's hilarious, so ingenious that you haven't even noticed and the pity is he wanted to be Sideshow Mike it's too late to be Sideshow Mike now that Radio Mike is so strong thanks to Radio Mike yes he's Radio Mike he's been Radio Mike all along and I farted on live radio too couple of other things and they may be adventure starters both of these may be adventure starters uh the first one is a bit of a rave that might lead into an adventure, but I just, I had to tell this story. I just had to tell this story. Um, the other night, uh, my GF stayed over and uh, we, we couldn't sleep. So we were just talking about, uh, we were talking about space. We were just like, whoa, space. We, we, it sound, it's going to sound like we were like on drugs. We weren't, but we were just like, space. How weird is space? Space is so weird. Space is so weird. Space is crazy. What is space? What is it? We were just so, we were like, our minds were being blown by just space. And then, and then we, then she was like, yeah, space is weird. But like, what about underwater? Well, and then we were like, whoa, underwater. That's so weird. Underwater is so weird. And then it triggered this memory for me when we were talking about how, like basically like underwater, like so much unexplored territory and deep trenches of the world. You know, we don't know everything there is to know about under the sea, right? We thought that was pretty cool. We were talking about it. We were freaking out. And then what happened was I, this memory triggered in my mind of when I was about 11 years old, I was obsessed with the Loch Ness Monster. I was obsessed with the Loch Ness Monster. I thought it was cool. I thought the mythos of the Loch Ness Monster was so cool and I wanted so desperately to believe that the Loch Ness Monster was real. I was obsessed with the Loch Ness Monster. Imagine an 11-year-old kid who just like can't stop thinking about and talking about the Loch Ness Monster. Like my whole life was like, hey, do you believe in the Loch Ness Monster? Do you reckon the Loch Ness Monster's real? Like what the hell? Imagine if it was real. I wanted it to be real so bad. I actually remember in the car with my dad once just being like, hey, dad, this is going to be like a really weird question. But do you think the Loch Ness Monster is real? And my dad was just like, nah, I don't. And I was like, well, why not? It was basically like, it was basically a religion. I became a Loch Ness Mikester. I was a, I was a, I was a stan for the Loch Ness Monster. I wanted him to be real and I wanted him to have, I wanted to have evidence of him being real or her being real. I believe the gender of Nessie is a, is a female, but I was obsessed with the Loch Ness Monster. 
I wanted to see it. And still to this day, and I may be about to put on a long, long-term goal for the for the podcast, I really want to go to Loch Ness in, in Scotland and I want to see the monster. It might not happen, but I'm going to... It's always a big deal when we put a goal on the board and we may be doing... We may actually be putting two goals on the board this episode, so get excited. Goal of the podcast, because I've been obsessed with the Loch Ness Monster, go to Loch Ness in Scotland. I know I know everything about the Loch Ness Monster. I know everything about it. There was a movie in like 2007 called Water Horse Legend of the Deep, which is about a boy who becomes friends with the Loch Ness Monster. Loved it. I've only seen it once, but I loved it. And I watched that movie because I was obsessed with the Loch Ness Monster. Loch Ness Monster is so cool. I want to have a movie night where we watch Water Horse Legend of the Deep and we all just do a present power. I want, I want to do a PowerPoint night with members of the RF where we do PowerPoints about our favorite things about the Loch Ness Monster. That is another goal. Probably not board worthy, but that is on the goal. But new goal for the show, long term, because obviously we can't go international at the moment. Goal of the show, go to Loch Ness in Scotland, scout out the monster. I want to find Nessie. That's what we're doing on the pod. And another adventure in the show, because I realize I may have missed something here. I, I may have missed something, but the other night I was in the city going to the comedy festival with... Uh, with my housemates. We went to see Nick Cody, really fun show. And afterwards we went to get ramen at a 24 hour ramen bar here in Melbourne. And uh, we were walking on Swanston street, which is one of the main uh, CBD streets here in Melbourne that connects up to Flinders street. If you're not from Melbourne, you know, that's just a little bit of context for you. One of the pretty much the major dist- like shopping, well, just the major road in the city, I would say, you know, Swanston street, Elizabeth street, Queen Street, King, whatever, you know, Swanson Street, it's where it's happening. And as we were walking, and if you're from Melbourne and you know about this, please let me know because I need to know more information about this. As we were walking, we walked, we we, we realized that there was a man walking towards us holding a giant carrot. There was a man walking towards us holding a giant carrot and I distinctly remember my housemate saying, why is that guy holding a carrot? And we all laughed and we all, that was all we heard from it. So I thought it was just a passing moment. The next day I was on Reddit and I subscribed to the Melbourne Reddit page. There's a r slash Melbourne, uh, you know, just to find out what's happening in my city. And I saw several people posting about Carrot Man. He is a known person in Melbourne. There is a known Melburnian People are taking photos of him and posting him on the Melbourne Reddit, right? They call him Carrot Man, and it is a man who walks around with a giant novelty-sized carrot. Do people know about this? Is this a known thing in Melbourne? It Clearly, people know about it, but I have never heard of it and never seen it before. I thought it was so weird. And then the next, and then literally three days, in the three days since then, every day on the Melbourne Reddit, I've seen someone post a picture of Carrot Man. Does anyone know about Carrot Man? Are we supposed to know about Carrot Man? What is the deal with Carrot Man? What is he doing? Why is he carrying the carrot? I want to know what he's doing. Like, I want to know about the carrot. Because clearly it wasn't like a one-time thing where he was going to a fancy dress party as like a carrot or something like that. Clearly, he regularly carries the carrot. It's not just in the CBD. Like, people are snapping him in like Port Melbourne. I think there was one in like Fitzroy. Like, a lot of inner city areas, this carrot guy is hanging out. So please, I I really want to know what's with the carrot. And that is why I want to, by the end of the year, I want to try and talk to the carrot man on this show. I want answers out of the carrot man. Maybe he's done interviews before. I don't know how far this goes. If you know about carrot man, if I am just really behind on something that everyone knows about, please let me know. But I would love to, and I'm getting the board. You know what that means? I'm taking the lid off the texter. Goal number eight interview carrot man now would that be a mic talks or just a phone interview on the pod i don't know it could be could be either or but i want to chat to the carrot man from melbourne and look at the goals there's a lot of goals we need to start ticking off goals rather than just making more goals but i love adventures on this show you guys know that well 
I love adventures on the show. Uh, it's been a while on the pod since we did one of these, but uh, I want to really open this up. Tales from the Dream Factory. <sighs> Tales from the Dream Factory. What is the Dream Factory? The Dream... F- so I can't do ours. Like, what is the Dream Factory? Like, it hurts my tongue. Remember the tongue thing from earlier in the podcast? Yeah, you do, because you've been listening. Sorry, guys. What is the Dream Factory? The Dream Factory is this podcast name for going to sleep. Instead of saying, hey, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to hit the hay. Ah, bloody had to get out of bed to go to the bathroom last night. The Dream Factory. I call it the dream factory because where else do they make dreams? Like when you're asleep, you're creating dreams and that's why it's called the dream factory, right? Dream factory, awesome. So people send in their tales from the dream factory. Really crazy one came in from Red uh, on the Discord. Jump in the Discord. It's like a big group chat. Radio Red, welcome to the radio family. Story from the Dream Factory, he says. It's a long one, so get ready. The other night I had a horrendous lynching from the Dream Factory. I've been staying at a motel in Tassie. Well, that's your bloody problem first up. And one of my roommates woke up screaming and jumping around. That's very concerning. Among the commotion, he began yelling, Get off me! Help! Help! The cacophony instantly flooded the Dream Factory and yanked me out of the exit in the process. Wow. So my half-factory-induced brain immediately concluded that some stranger had broken into the room. Terrifying. My heart began to race as I fumbled around in the dark for the light. Meanwhile, the commotion and yelling continued. Help me! Help! I finally managed to switch a light on and thankfully my other roommate was already there calming my petrified roommate. Turns out he'd probably just slept funny, which caused the feeling of someone grabbing his arm or, according to my roommates, it was a ghost. One of the motel staff thinks the kitchen is haunted and our room is directly above the kitchen haunted house shirts it's radiomic.com slash merch.com.au sorry needless to say with the immense mass of adrenaline pulsing through my chest i struggled to re-enter the dream factory for several hours a terrible terrible uh forced exit of the dream factory no one wants to forced exit from the dream factory everyone wants to just exit the dream factory when they're ready maybe even stay out front of the door for a while, you know, just remembering the good times and not ready to leave the Dream Factory entirely yet. No one likes a false one, especially when it involves a ghost. No one wants to be involved in any kind of ghost story like that. So terrible, terrible experience from Radio Red. I've been having some weird Dream Factory moments recently, um, but what I actually wanted to talk about was something that uh, Radio Whitey, welcome to the Radio Family Radio Whitey, who is responsible for retrieving the movie of the Dream Factory that we are going to watch. And I will discuss a date in the next couple of weeks that we can all get together. We won't do it. We'll do it on a Saturday afternoon, not in a Saturday night, because you wouldn't waste an evening on this film. But uh, Krusty the Clown in an episode of The Simpsons, I believe it's the I Didn't Do It episode of The Simpsons. He says the Dream Factory. I've dug it up. Here's a clip from it here. Thanks to Disney Plus for supplying this. Don't listen to him, kid. This is a dream factory. Interesting there that Krusty refers, he says, this place is a dream factory. So I guess is he saying this place is a place where you go to sleep? I don't know. I also noticed that I went to my friend Sammy Garlep's show, comedy show. He used dream factory. So it seems like there is this other meaning of dream factory out there in the zeitgeist that is like a dream factory is like essentially like a place where dreams come true. I guess like, you know, in that episode of The Simpsons, uh, Bart is working at a TV network with Krusty and Krusty says, this place is a dream factory. That's, I want to make sure we on this podcast, yeah, there might be other meanings out there, right? But I want to make sure on this podcast, we are using the correct meaning of dream factory. We're not using that other meaning. Dream factory is going to sleep. Hey, it's 11 p.m., it's past my bedtime. I'm going to head over to the Dream Factory and uh, make some dreams. Hey, how was your night at the Dream Factory? Yeah, good. Didn't really make many dreams, which is a shame, but uh, it was out the factory nonetheless. That's the kind of stuff. We don't want to be using this other way that Krusty the Clown uses Dream Factory. Thank you for obliging with that, guys. I really want appropriate usage of Dream Factory moving forward. Okay, we've covered a lot on the show today. One more thing before we go. It's this new segment that we do. <laughs> 
Yeah, this segment is called This Movie I Think You'd Like. Last week, well, not last week, the week before, because the 100th episode was a bit of a unique episode, but episode 99. Uh, basically, this segment is based on the Vance Joy song, Riptide, where he goes, there's this movie that I think you like. This guy decides to quit his job. And anyway, you guys know the song. If you don't know the song, listen to it. It's a big song. Me and my housemate obviously just started going, there's this movie that I think you like. And then we would describe a movie. Uh, a few weeks on a show... A few weeks ago on the show, Jesus Christ, Mike, learn how to talk. This tongue thing is really annoying me. Um, a few weeks ago on the show, uh, the movie that I described was The Wizard of Oz, and I think it was I'm, I think it was Radio Cuz Bro. I might be wrong, but uh, he said he guessed that I was describing Mister Megorium's Wonder Emporium, which was obviously incorrect. Um. <laughs> Then in episode 99, this is the movie I described. This is the movie that I think you'd like. I'll cut the audio in here. There's this movie that I think you like. This guy finds out that he's a wizard and goes to a magical school. Obviously, a lot of people got it correct. It was Harry Potter. It was Harry Potter. Uh, Cusbro had another shot this week. And uh, unfortunately, he was... Well, I'll just let you... This is what Cusbro uh, said. He rang the show, 1-800-438-353. Ring in any time. Uh, here's what Cusbro guessed this week. Let's see if he was uh, on point. Mike, shooter here, mate. Disappointed about last week's result, but it's what it is. I have to try better this week. My guess for a movie that I think you like is Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. Yeah, so he's guessed again Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. Again, incorrect, but good try. Uh, I, I want to make it a little bit harder this week. So what I'm going to do is choose a little bit of a more, not obscure movie. I'm just looking at, at um, movies online right now, but I'm going to try and just make it a little bit more vague oh actually no i'm not gonna do one no 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 i don't have to do one because someone sent one in and you can send one in anytime uh this was sent in i can't remember your name you might not have said your name but you sent this one in and this is a great one that if you think closely has some relevance to this show take it away whoever you are and welcome to the rf g'day mike radio haunted here thought i'd give you a bit of a challenging movie i think you might like there's this movie that I think you like. These two guys need dates to go to a wedding. Let me know if you can figure it out. Cheers. What movie could that be? Send it in next week. Send in your own movie that you think we'd like and uh, do it in that format. That was an exact way of perfectly doing the segment. Guess it this week. Send it in. Let us know what you think and uh, you could... Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. First person to get it, I'll send you out some kind of sticker as a prize. Uh few things on this week's show, but uh, let's do this. The Plug. This is The Plug. It is where I plug all the stuff that I have going on that I would like for you to check out during the week. First and foremost, Dilruk Jayasin, a huge Australian stand-up comedian. He is, he is just so popular, and I was so stunned that he agreed to come to my house, sit in my bedroom, which is super unprofessional, and read my Harry Potter fan fiction from when I was in year seven. Dill is awesome. We met uh, during uh, a recording when he did Willosophy a few years ago, and he's uh, he's a great dude. He was hilarious on Harry Potter and the Boys. He is on this week's episode up on YouTube and on your favourite podcast app. Please go and check that out. I will put a clip in from it here. No, yelled Tom so loud that the whole world could probably hear him, but they wouldn't understand what he was saying because he was speaking so unclearly because he suddenly had an asthma attack because oh. he had asthma. Well, that helps. <laughs> what an amazing... <laughs> Amazing sentence. <laughs> well, it's not. He over. was speaking so unclearly because he suddenly had an asthma attack because he had asthma, which probably hasn't been mentioned before because it is a really pointless fact <laughs> that nobody need to know about Tom. Except you didn't know, then you wouldn't understand why he was having an asthma attack because you wouldn't know that he had asthma, and then you'd be like, "But I didn't know he had asthma." <laughs> but you did because you should have read this whole extremely pointless paragraph which has no point in it at all except to annoy you. And anyway, this is hard to read without taking a breath because there are no commas and that means that you can't take a breath. So don't even think about it, okay? Okay, breathe now. <laughs> Tom has asthma. End of story. Bye-bye. Brackets. Like what Shrek says to Donkey in Shrek. 
That has got to be that one of the fun. greatest pieces of literature that has ever been put to digital paper. Loved having Dill, and I really want to get him on Mike Talks as well, which I did bring up to him, and he said he was happy to do it sometime. So, yeah. Go and listen to that. Check out Dill's show at the Comedy Fest as well. It's called Victorious Lion. Also on Harry Potter and the Boys, I have been doing a Sunday bonus episode, Owl Posts, where I read out all the listener correspondence. So uh, check those out as well. Of course, there are some 100 episode compilation episodes going up on Tuesdays. The first one went out this week. Thanks to all who listened. It was on Disappointment Judman. There is one coming out uh, the next Tuesday, next week. So get look. Get look forward to that is what I was going to say. That doesn't make sense. Look forward to it. Uh, tomorrow, very special Mike Talks coming out. It is a Mike Talks with Luke and Lewis together. Um, that is uh, really, I, I wanted to sync it up for last week for the 100th because as I said in this episode, Luke and Lewis really did start my career in making content. So I owe a lot to them. And I just wanted to get them on and chat to them about those early days where I was a part of their radio show. Talk about that original radio show and how it's developed from there. Really fun chat. I really loved catching. I love catching up with those guys. They're so awesome and supportive. So that's out tomorrow. There will be a video version, but after we sat down and recorded the whole thing, we realized that in fact, we were not recording the video. So I will splice together some kind of video that you can watch. I would love for you to check it out either on YouTube or on on this podcast feed. Uh, that would be awesome. It's it's really fun. So please go and check it out. Of course, the YouTube channel, bunch of videos going up there this week alongside all the podcasts. Really loving it. Um, slowly crawling up the subscribers still, which is great. Thank you so much. Monetize, which just goes so far to helping me. Of course, radiomag.com.au slash merch. Grab a Don't Block the MDF sticker. Grab a sticker pack. Grab a shirt. It all just... All of the dollars just help. I'm not trying to become a millionaire off selling you guys stickers. Literally just want to pay off the $60 a month that it costs to host all these podcasts online. That's literally it. Like, if you can contribute $1 to the show, that is awesome. Thank you so, so much. And finally, I want to plug some of my friend's shows at the Comedy Fest. Obviously, Luke Kidgel is doing a show. Super fun. On the run. Check it out. Lewis Spears is also doing a show, which Ruben Solo is opening for, I believe. And Ru- I saw it the other day. Really good. Ruben was great as well. Uh, awesome. Uh, my friend Alice Tovey is doing a show called Doggo. She was on an episode of Mike Talks. Uh, I would love for you to go and check her out if you're in Melbourne. The Comedy Festival is such a fun time of year, so just get into the city. See a couple of shows. Like, there's heaps of stuff. Uh, Sammy Garlep, who I've mentioned, is doing a show. I saw that one too. Super funny. Loved it. Really fun. Go check his show out. A really small, intimate show. Like, 20 to 30 seats and uh, heaps of really great uh, bits in there. I love that. And uh, Joseph Green, I believe, is doing shows. Joseph is someone I've known since the very early days of Luke and Lewis, um, and I I always bump into him at all these events. Great dude, and uh, I would love for you to grab tickets to Joey's show as well. I'll be going... um yeah, I uh, I think that's just about it. Subscribe to the YouTube, leave a review for the pod, and I will finish the podcast by saying, my name has been Sideshow Mike. Yes, Sideshow Mike, that's right. Uh, this has been the inside of my mind. Don't block the MDF. I'm a very kind young man. And some of you, I always stumble on that one. I'm a very kind young man, and some of your older stuff can learn a lot from me. Don't block the MDF. I already said it, but it's twice as important as all of these other ones. And then whatever else I usually say at the end of these podcasts, don't lie to me because I'll see you. And the other one is the final one. Oh yeah, I'll see you in the Dream Factory sometime, but not naked. That'd be a weird experience, to be honest. I don't know. See ya. Bye.